right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And Davey, where else can they find us? You can find us every Wednesday night at 10.30 Eastern Time. Loose 10.30. A loose 10.30. Get it? Get there early. Get there early, guys. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash up next. Yes. And we are your NXT friends. 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 And Wednesday nights is for the graps. It's for the wrestling. And there was no AEW to go up against... NXT tonight, WWE NXT. There was actual sports though. Yes, there was. So there was that basketball might... and hockey and we don't. Ah, those are those but aren't real sports. for the wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting to see how um, how the ratings are this week. Yes, definitely. Um, and I think if they like, they've got to go up, right? Like, I would be worried if they. Uh, dropped or kind of stayed this at the same number. We shall see, uh, I guess. But this is the go home show for Takeover Thirty this Saturday, which we will be doing a podcast and we will be doing a watch along on the YouTube as well. We have a whole uh, weekend. Planned, yeah, we've really. got a huge schedule coming up, uh, starting from tonight. So we'll quickly run through that now. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you found us. You found us on Up Next, and that's fantastic. Yes. But we will be doing another free show on YouTube tomorrow night, where we will be joined by uh, social media director, shot in the dark, and zombie pod presenter, John Ceno. Yes. And post-wrestling's Andrew Thompson. And... Post Wrestling's Rocky Maivere Picture Show, TN8, yes, Nate Milton. They'll all be joining us here tomorrow on YouTube for a SummerSlam-themed game we are calling 
the greatest SummerSlam. Ever. And we need you guys. So come in, join in the room, 7.30 Eastern Time. Thursday. On Thursday. So yep. depending when you're listening to this, it may be too late. However, the video uh, may or may not be up there. Uh, it's going to be uh, up there for a little time for free and then available in audio for all our patrons. But yes, you will get to vote on who has the best SummerSlam card. We've done a bunch of these games in the past. They're always a lot of fun. We did the trivia game before yes. where I helped John Pollock win with 2005 trivia. You've never mentioned it before. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, and then we also did the greatest WrestleMania where we, we picked through cards. So now you've combined the games together. Yes. And it's the greatest, greatest SummerSlam ever. So you have, we have to complete a perfect card using matches that have actually taken place. But then to fight over this, we use trivia card, trivia, ma- questions and try to figure to try out and steal yeah. each other's matches so, so at the end great. it will be up to you guys who is the best card but that's thursday night yeah we also have on friday night on our patreon best match ever SummerSlam main events ah yes SummerSlam main events now we couldn't just say best SummerSlam match ever that would be too Broad. There's a lot of them. There's there a, lot, is a of them. lot of them. So we decided to narrow it down to main events, which means it had to have main evented a SummerSlam. Close the show. So Undertaker versus Undertaker will definitely be talked about <laughs> on this show. King Mabel versus Diesel. Wow. That yes. main evented one time. Um, there no. are some fantastic matches. I'm, yeah. I think both of us are kind of halfway through watching these. Yeah. And there's some absolute killer matches. That I think some of them maybe people have kind of forgotten about or overlooked so, so yeah that show is going to be great still time to get in your feedback best match on ever patreon that's one of our, our our favorite shows to do where we really nerd out about wrestling if you've listened to any of them where we just we we go through matches and we rate and we compare them and we review them and talk about which ones we like and which one we think is the best at the very end and we kind of go through and i think SummerSlam main events has a lot of potential for some there's brett and davy boy there's uh, Cena, Brian, there's Cena, Brock, there's Brock, Seth. Brock versus everyone. Brock versus everyone. Yeah, uh, there's so many different ones. So, uh, patreon.com slash up next. We just did a review of SummerSlam 2005, which is up on the Patreon from last Sunday night, which is just a pick. We just randomly picked this pay per view, which is super fun. Dominic, the custody battle, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Hogan versus Sean, Hardy versus Edge. There's so many. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, this pay-per-view was a Undertaker lot of fun. Undertaker Randy, was this, it? On this that pay-per-view yeah. was stacked in 2005. Show. Yeah, so that was up on the Patreon as well. Uh, $5 gets you all these shows as well. But uh, we've been doing so many of these things. I, uh, the Summer Pay-Per-View, the Hogwild one, the SummerSlam 05, SummerSlam Main Event, Best Match Ever, the SummerSlam Game that's coming out. And then this weekend, yes, on the free feed is, in fact, TakeOver. We're doing a watch-along with our friend John Cena again. We're going to be watching the show along, and then we will be doing a TakeOver 30 post-show, which obviously you can find the podcast form wherever you found this, but we will be doing it live as well. So come hang out on the YouTube there Saturday night. Get your bevies. Get get going. It's a Saturday night, and, I mean, NXT might not be in the Thunderdome. We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, but NXT will be taken over, and it's TakeOver 30. So join us for our podcast review, YouTube watch-along, and post-show, all on YouTube.com slash up next. And then on Sunday... Oh, if that wasn't the main event. For our patrons, this is for all patrons. So if you haven't signed up, you can sign up. You still have time. Yeah. We will be doing a tailgate party. Tailgate 2. Tailgate 2. To lead into SummerSlam, we'll be going on Zoom at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. 
for a couple of hours leading into SummerSlam, and we want you there. We're going to chat with uh, anyone who comes in the room. We might have some karaoke going on. We might have some DJing going on. Yes. Um, it's just a chance to kind of hang out, shoot the shit uh, with our wrestling friends. 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 And uh, so that's going to be available to all patrons. Keep an eye on your inboxes because we will be messaging you the room code and password for this Sunday. And then you can join us again for free in the YouTube room for our SummerSlam watch along. Yeah, the tailgate. Look, we did a a bar last year and that's when we kind of decided that we were going to launch Patreon, which is a big thing for us. And we did it at a bar here in Toronto, wide open. And obviously, we can't do that these days. So we still want to hang out with all our friends. And that's what we're doing. So the tailgate, come join us. Come hang out. Get your bevies. Even if you got no one to watch SummerSlam with, because it's a pandemic. Uh, well, you can come and hang out with us because it's going to be a lot of fun. So come hang out for the up next TakeOver Tailgate 2 for SummerSlam on Sunday. That will be a lot of fun. And then the watch along as well. So can't wait. And then Monday you get a break from us. Finally. We'll, we'll shut up for a few days. Yeah, finally. Yeah. And then uh, all that. But we have so many more shows. Patreon.com slash up next. Uh, for $5 a month, North American tier, you get all the shows that we're mentioning and so many more. And the entire back catalog of all of the shows that we've done. So uh, check us out there. And that's where you can support us. Support the BDE, the Brain Davy experience estate whatever you want to call us uh so before we get into some nxt uh how are you doing first of all i feel like we just did all the housekeeping yeah uh i'm pretty good it's been it's been a full-on week uh right. i've been working a lot i'm working two jobs now or three jobs when yeah. you count this um i've been building all the kind of obs studio stuff for yeah. all our things you're a whiz yeah i'm getting better i'm getting better at it um so i'm pretty Pretty tired. You're tired. I'm tired, but I'm good. I'm happy. I'm in good spirits. Just we don't have AEW to watch tonight, which I means we, we can get go a lion, which is lovely. <laughs> we can go maybe you know wander to a patio. Maybe and still maybe we can feet. do that. Last week you got us into some shenanigans. After and up next, we record up next every Wednesday after NXT, and then we watch AEW usually. But we decided let's go quickly find a patio, and we somehow wandered into a, a, a patio on, on the street, and then we ended up at some patio with some of our friends who had a, a neighbor that was in a strange neighbor that just wandered on to you know when you meet people which is rare these days but you see we go into our buddy's backyard patio which he shares with his neighbor and as soon as this neighbor pops his head who we don't know and our friend turns to us under his breath and goes ah shit you know it's not good <laughs> he reminds me of oh, i'm trying to think of the actors freddie name. mercury yeah our friend navid now navid <laughs> sorry uh navid is our new friend a stranger that we met who insisted that we do mushrooms and play tennis and join his bike polo game i am not making this story yep. up this is completely true we got into some shenanigans we he got into some trouble reminds me of i'm gonna show you a picture uh jason manzukas the I kind mean, of he always plays the same character in everything i don't know who that is but uh, he's in parks and rec but we'll just show up and kind of like cause chaos apparently my friends were like i got one home one day and he was just sat in my living room <laughs> Naveen, Naveen sounds like that guy he was like <laughs> insistent that you know we were not like big lads but He's like, you guys are right size to play my bike polo, which I didn't know. R- bicycle polo, like where you ride on bikes and like, try, I don't know. And then he tried to sell me 
tennis rackets and uh, drugs. But uh, Naveed might not. Maybe we'll get him on the tailgate. <laughs> yeah. Why not? He'll probably just find it anyway. <laughs> He'll just show up. So you're not a patron. <laughs> we didn't even talk to him about... Uh, uh, he was talking to I you a long time. I think that was wise. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. He was talking at me yeah. for a long time. Yeah. You were you were out of it. Uh, so we were getting into some trouble. Uh, it's summertime. It's the, the, the almost the end of August. Only this, August 19th as we're recording this. I don't want the summer to end. I've been swimming. I've been biking. I've been just living my best summer life that I can right now. And I'm, I'm worried that the world is going to like make the best of 2020 if yeah, you can. Exactly. Is what I'm trying yeah, to do. Yeah. No, it's been, it's actually been a lovely summer here in the city. Um, shame you can't do all the things that we'd normally be able to do, but as you said, make the most of it. Yeah. I, I, and it's been, and it's been all right. I mean, and we have, uh, all the wrestling to watch now <laughs> in so, the Thunderdome. So much wrestling uh, this week. And yeah, so what are your thoughts on this Thunderdome? Okay, well, thing? what is a Thunderdome? It's an arena. Yeah. A dome, Tell if me. you will. Yeah. And it's it's going to be thunderous. Wow. going to be thunderous. That is great. It's uh, a I'm, dome of thunder. I'm actually pretty excited about this. Um, it's time to get out of that, uh, the PC. Yeah. And yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited at how they're going to do everything. I mean, you look at their WrestleManias and things. I'd say a lot of the time they're actually WWE are behind in a lot of things, but production value, they're one of the best, I'd say. So I'm really curious to see how this is all going to look. It's, it's going to make NXT look worse. Saturday. I well, just in general, the fact that you've got these shows like you've got Daily's Place for AEW, and then you've got the Thunderdome Mondays uh, and Fridays, and then we're still just in the maybe. empty full sale. I Unless think it they might. It. They might. I don't know. We haven't seen it at this point as we're recording this. We have not seen the Thunderdome unless you've seen that Mad Max movie, Tina Turner, I believe. Uh, or, or we, we did a, a best match ever just recently of, of someone. Was it Terry Funk? We did Terry Funk and this match didn't make the list, but I went back and watched it anyways, which was the Halloween Havoc Thunderdome match. Thunderdome match. With yeah. Muda, Sting, Ric Flair, and Terry Funk, which, you know, maybe it'll look like that with electric fences in a cage. One could hope. Maybe. Uh, yeah, it but looks. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check out cool. SmackDown this week because I'm just curious with how it's Thunderdome. Well, maybe we'll be in the crowd one day. Maybe. I'd like to. Like, that you sounds know, good. Uh, like some of the, the things, sports coming back, which, you know, say what you want about professional sports kind of coming back, even though we've been watching wrestling this whole time. Uh, they've been doing the crowd thing really cool. It's like the virtual crowds yep. and the hockey games, the basketball games, go Raptors. Um, it's looking pretty Pretty cool. So I have high hopes for WWE and this Thunderdome thing. I don't know why they called it the Thunderdome, but I'm okay with it. They, look, they've got a Titantron. Like this is WWE. <laughs> they've they've always had ridiculous names, and I'm for it. I'm like Thunderdome. Sure, Thunderdome. I like that they've named it. That they're not sure. just moving into an arena, the Amway it's, Center. Yeah, it's moving from like WWE at the Performance Center to WWE at the Thunderdome. All right, I think it's kind of cool. I'm for it. I think it can be cool. Um, maybe we should segue from that, seeing that we will be in the Thunderdome on Sunday. Uh, maybe talk some SummerSlam predictions now, and then okay. we can talk our NXT predictions at the end of the show. All right, uh, so, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the card. Okay, <laughs> well, I, I've got the card in front. Oh of wait, me. I know the I know the main event. I know the main event. Okay. Dominic is, versus Seth Rollins. Yes. We'll, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> let's start off with uh, two people who've been in the news this week, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Wow. Now, yeah. obviously, that terrifying event that happened with Sonya yeah. with the, uh, an attempted abduction, which is just 
fucking crazy. Yeah, ridiculous. It's, and it sounded like that Mandy was the friend who was over was, there with yeah. her. Um, so thank God both of them are absolutely fine. But it's, that's gonna that's gonna fuck with you. That's gonna yeah. leave a scar. That's interesting. It's interesting because these wrestlers now have been kind of stuck in this hub in Florida. All these wrestlers, even AEW, and it's like, how hard is it for people to figure out where you are all the time? So yeah. it is pretty fucking scary. Uh, and and people shouldn't be been planning for eight months. People shouldn't be this. going through this shit. And, and it's like, how do we kind of make that stop? And same with the the no the no touching thing at meet and greets. It's like, yeah, why was that a thing in the first place? Why should you be able to hug someone if you're like, cool? There's a difference. Like when someone's like, oh, I genuinely want to just give you a hug and take a picture. But some of the creepy fan stuff, it's like, oh, you see the fuck. It's definitely got to yeah. go. Or like when. You, when you wait at airports or stuff, I hate That's that. That's the stuff I don't like. Waiting yeah. outside hotels, waiting at airports. Stupid. Um, Stop it. I find it weird because there have been times when I've kind of genuinely like bumped into a celebrity and it's so much cooler. Of course. I think than yeah, like fucking stalking someone. Definitely. Um, definitely. But, yeah. So Sonia Deville versus Manny Rose. I, this story has actually been pretty good. Um, I think both have been fantastic. Sonia Deville's like promos have been excellent, and we're getting a hair versus hair match between wow. these two. So Mandy's shaving her head. I I think we're gonna get uh, <laughs> a shaved head Sonia, and I actually think she'll rock it. I think so too. Um, but yeah, I really hope, especially after the horrible week they've had, I really hope they they kill it. They get some time. Um, Me too. Definitely been one of the highlights of main roster. These two. Yeah. We go to the U.S. Championship. Apollo Cruz defending the U.S. title against MVP. I feel like we've seen this match about seventeen yeah, times. Yeah, Cruz. Already. Sure. Yeah, I, I think this has to be Cruz, and I probably building up to uh, Lashley. They're doing Cruz. stuff with the hurt. Her what business. is their name? Hurt Locker. The <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Her, her business. Her business. Yeah, her business. Uh, yeah, I see Cruz, and then maybe Lashley. He goes through the whole hurt business or joins them. I don't know. Yeah, we go to the Raw Tag Team Championship. The Street Profits defending against Andrade and Angel Gaza. Ooh, this could be good, actually. Yeah, the story's been kind of whack. Okay. But uh I think I think this could actually be a good match. I would like to see Andrade and Angel Garza get the titles and actually start racking up some wins because both those guys are fantastic. Zelina's fantastic. Um Yeah, when's when's Andrade getting that main push? So maybe this is the step in the direction yeah. winning some stuff. Uh who would you say? Yeah, I mean I like the Street Profits and I think they should continue as champs, but I do love I just love Andrade. I like Angel Garza, but Andrade is money to yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I agree. We go to Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight. Your main event of the night. I mean, this is the most interesting. 15 years ago, Dominic was involved in Ray and Eddie, and now he's in a match with Ray Mysterio in his corner against Seth Rollins in a street fight. Uh, the cane shots were crazy. Mm. That was oh, insane. Those welts. Man, that was wild. So Dominic Mysterio... I think he should lose to Seth Rollins, but I kind of want to see him win. I kind of want to see him wear a mask. I think he's wearing a mask, to at least in the entrance, at some capacity. Uh, I just want to see Dominic do something that reminds me of Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I'm curious, yeah. because uh, I think we got word like, quite a few years ago now that he'd been training. So yeah. this is obviously his first match that we're seeing, but I, I think he's surprised in a good way in everything he's done so far. 
and Seth Rollins is a good person to be working with. So I think uh, I'm really looking forward to this one out, out of a kind of curiosity factor. Is it true, Dad? Is it true? <laughs> SummerSlam 2005 is fresh in our minds. He's fantastic. He's so good at eight years old. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defending her title against Asuka. Ooh. Uh, I... Let's put these in the same one. So uh, Asuka is challenging for both women's titles. Okay. She's challenging Sasha for the Raw title and Bailey for the SmackDown title. And the tag team titles. Right, that's a payback. <laughs> oh, okay. The week bad. after. Oh, right. That's a thing. Uh, Asuka, Asuka, Asuka. You think, just why not? Ask her two belts. Look, it's cool that Bailey and Sasha have it, so I, it makes sense to have them keep running this story. It's I think cool. Asuka needs to take at least one because that can be then what kind of starts the tear. Starts the tear between Sasha and Bailey. But I, I think there's still like I want to see that spread out to Mania. I think there's yeah. enough juice in these two still left. We have your favorite Braun Strowman against the Fiend. Bray Wyatt for the Unite, uh, sorry, the Universal Championship. Is this in a swamp? I think this is just in a ring. Oh, it's in a ring. It's in the Thunderdome. We're going to get a Thunderdome Wyatt entrance. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, Fiend. Let's do the Fiend. I just think that it makes the most sense in this era, especially if this thing's a Thunderdome. You can do, you know, smoke and mirrors and do, make this character, make it work. I think put Let's it on go. the Fiend as well. And it has been confirmed that Goldberg has signed uh, to do two matches per year for the next few years so uh he can always take the title off of bray again again, again. yeah for no fucking reason yeah yeah i saw that goldberg is now gonna wrestle again and he said it was disrespectful when the crowds were booing him in the matches huh interesting love that guy yeah great we go to the main event of the evening the wwe championship drew mcintyre defending the title against randy orton yeah i think randy orton should take the title and run with this i'm just not a fan of drew mcintyre um <laughs> Guy can't draw at all. No, uh, joking. Look, it's, it's, I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown as much. I watch on the clips and the YouTube and the mm. Twitters and stuff. I just can't keep up with all of it. And I'm just not, it's just not for me anymore. It yeah. hasn't, it's been that way for a long time. Uh, I just think the hot act right now is Randy Orton. So I, it makes sense to me to continue. They already, he's doing everything. He's literally every week he's doing something that's like, oh shit, okay. And why not have him win the title again? Yeah, of all the crazy stuff that's happened in 2020, me becoming a Randy Orton fan was not something I would have called. And you make fun of me when I walk around (laughs) the house in my NWO RKO shirt. But I I actually think both of these guys have been on a roll and have been pretty pretty great. Um, I can see it going either way. I think it's I think it's time to pull the trigger on that kid, Randy Orton. That young upstart. (laughs) Yeah, the Ozone. Uh, I don't think. It will hurt Drew. You can always have Drew take it back down the line. Yeah. And it would be good to see... I mean, Who knows when we're getting crowds back, but it would be good to see Drew get his moment in front of a crowd at some point. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, actually on paper, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think there's... The two women's matches will be great. Uh, Rollins-Mysterio, the Drew McIntyre match, and the hair versus hair. I, I think it's actually shaping up to be a pretty good SummerSlam. It should be pretty good. Uh, you know what? Looking forward. And it'll be even more fun because we'll be doing a watch-along where you can hang out and watch with us, including the tailgate beforehand, which is the real SummerSlam, the real biggest party of the summer. Uh, so, yeah, that should be a lot of fun. You know what? That card sounds pretty good. Quick prediction. Who's going to have the better first match, Dominic Mysterio or Pat McAfee? Oh, man. Uh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Bold prediction. Okay. Bold move, Cotton. And I'm picking (laughs) Dominic Mysterio. 
I'm going to go for Pat McAfee. Okay. Because we'll you've got see. all the gimmicks with Dominic. Because it's a street fight. Right. Pat has you think to, there's going to be have, no gimmicks in that match? No, You're, it's going to be straight Yeah, up. okay, yeah. You mean the day of, they go, oh, now it's a street it's fight. It's going to be yeah, like you know. Brett V. Owen. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just wrestling classic. Wow. You're going to catch heat for that. You've got the drones now there in the Thunderdome as well, so we can get that area. So that's in Dominic's shot. match, not in Pat's match. Right. Yeah. So Dominic has the advantage with the drones and the, and the fireworks and the <laughs> Rey Mysterio as your dad. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't it funny when Rey Mysterio puts Dominic on his shoulders? Do <laughs> <laughs> you mean the other way around? Sorry. Dominic no, puts oh Rey on his shoulders. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. And yes, thank you. It's so funny. I don't understand. What's what's better, that or Goldberg and his kid with no shirt on? I'll top off for Goldberg. <laughs> Tops off for Goldberg. And what's with pants in wrestling? And what's with pants in wrestling? So that's SummerSlam. That's our whole week coming up. Uh, Patreon.com slash up next. Again, go find out all the SummerSlam shows. We've been doing so much SummerSlams. I've been writing trivia for your game tomorrow night. Uh, a lot of it is from 2005. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, Which is a mistake seeing that we just reviewed it. And so at least you, myself and John Ceno, I know, watched it just a week ago. Yeah. So might be a bad strategy. Well, I wrote not only 2005, but 2006. <laughs> 2007. Right, there's, you know, there's been a lot of celebrity involvement in SummerSlam. There I has, yeah. yeah. Is that is that a lot of your question? Maybe I bit, can say no bit more. Of some John Stewart trivia. John Stewart, there. maybe some Jackass. You know, maybe we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's time to talk about the show we are here to talk about. Let's talk about NXT from Wednesday, August nineteenth, two thousand twenty. The go home show to the Dirty Thirty Takeover Thirty. Talk 30 to me. Uh, this Saturday, it's NXT. We've had TakeOver in your house, and they presented a pretty good TakeOver. We were all, as wrestling fans, kind of going in skeptical, like, ah, is it going to be the same as TakeOver? And you know what? It was a lot of fun to watch. And this card upcoming, which we'll give predictions after this whole review of NXT tonight, the card looks stacked, and I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to be honest. Um, You're more excited for SummerSlam. I... I love NXT, but... Um, you were yeah. going on about Pat McAfee. What are you talking about? I mean, that's the hottest, uh, the hottest match on this show, <laughs> I think. Damn. Um, I don't know. There, there's quite a few things leaving a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm not overly... I don't think this is the strongest card they've always already... They've put forward. Okay. I mean, hey, that's, that's fair to say. I'd say it's a pretty strong-looking card so far, but um, it's... It's got to be, I guess it's got to be Patton McAfee and Adam Cole as your your main event. <laughs> I think the it people is, are excited it for it. No, I think people are excited for this takeover, but we shall see. Uh, tonight's show gives us a little recap of what's going on, but it starts off, there's a takeover ladder match involving a bunch of dudes, and the winner will become North American champion, but it's the last chance night, if you will, the last chancery, and it's Johnny Gargano versus Ridge Holland, and the winner will be added to that ladder match. Johnny, of course, comes out with Candice, the power couple, or as he calls himself now, the Wednesday night. The Wednesday night. Yeah. I like it. I love the graphic he posted on his Twitter with him as Batman kind of thing, the oh, animated yeah? series. Classic. Oh, is that going to be his gear, do you is think? He, oh, he's going to be Batman at TakeOver? He he's got to be. He's got to be. He's the Wednesday night. Or he's yeah. going to come out as, because it's TakeOver Triple X. He's going to come out with Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be Batman. He should. Batman Beyond. That I'm calling it. 
He's the Wednesday night. Uh, he's going to be like more of the animated series. Let's face it, though. He's not Batman. He's Nightwing. He's a Robin. Wow. Get out of here. Who, who I have you become? I love Johnny Gargano. Who have you become? No, he'd, like, I, I think he'd play a good, if you were to cast him. Like, you know I what? think I cast him as a Robin rather than... You know than... what? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, David. Maybe Johnny Gargano is Nightwing because he learned that Batman was an idiot. Batman has all this money, and instead of just donating money to all the things that could help, he just decides to go into business for himself. Maybe Johnny Gargano is He's Nightwing. Nightwing. And, and that's good probably thing. more likely what he'd do because he's just like niche. Who's His the last kid? outfit was. So I'm niche. saying Batman Beyond. Okay, and it's that's like it's it's uh, Will Friedel as uh, the voice, but it's Terry. I think as the as the the bat. That's what I'm predicting. You remember I used to be I, I had a streak where I just predicted what he was going to come. Uh, everyone was going to come out as, and yeah. I was like hitting it, and I I lost it because Johnny throws the curveball of just randomly being a. Like a, a Jango Fett toy or yeah. something. <laughs> Johnny does not come out dressed as a Mandalorian or the Wednesday night, but he comes out. Ridge Holland comes dressed out as a, a British lad with his hat. Yep. And uh, he looks like he's ready to fight. Uh, Johnny is obviously a lot smaller because the commentary tell us this every five seconds for the first five minutes of this match. Look at the size difference. Wow. The size advantage. Wow. The strength advantage. Okay. I get it. He's small. I- I think it was more to put Ridge Holland over, though, because this is a guy we're not familiar with. We've seen once on NXT regular, and not many people watch NXT UK. So I think they're... We all know Johnny Gargano's a main eventer in NXT. So I think it's to go, oh, he might be in trouble here because this lad is big. Well, he was into some trouble into this match, you could say. Uh, Johnny is trying to escape everything from Ridge. He's running around, but finally gets the offense where he stomps on Ridge's hand and then starts to work the hand and the arm, of course, because of his finisher Gargano escape. He comes, Ridge comes back with this like clubbing forearm to Johnny, just knocking him down, sends, uh, to the outside. They brawl, but then Johnny sends Ridge to the outside and hits a classic Johnny Tope with, and they have like these ladders set up because it's for the North American title mm. match on the outside and he just flies like right between them. They go to P and P and Johnny is just working on Ridge with chops and then a jumping arm breaker, just keeping the attack on. When they come back from commercial, Johnny runs at Ridge and is supposed to be power slammed at some point here, but the power slam doesn't quite like full rotate. And this is what we kind of mentioned last week. News broke of this taping of this match where Johnny takes this nasty bump here that just looks like it really hurts. Yeah. I think it was, um, I think we were surprised that we actually saw this cause we, this came in the news pretty much broke as we were recording last week. Yeah. And, uh, that we heard that there was a nasty, uh, moment and that they actually stopped the match and triple H came out. Yep. Yeah restarted it johnny gargano even sort of apologized to the crowd classic um but yeah they they cut this quite well here i thought because i was surprised they showed the thing but it definitely added to the match i'd say i think i think gargano kind of knew he was rocked but and kind of realized like that was scary right but then went into sell mode yeah. Which he's great at. I hope he's okay. I, I hope he is okay. It is a nasty bump. They did replay it a few times, and it's like, ouch. And he continues the match. But, yeah, they don't show us the edit of, like, what a- what happened in between. But I 
<laughs> Imagine it's just Johnny just takes this bump, but then he's just he's selling it like he's Johnny because he's one of the best sellers. Yeah. Like legit. He sells it like he gets concussed sometimes when he's totally not. And imagine Triple H is watching in the back. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's hurt. He's hurt. And Johnny's like, ah, I got gotcha. you. I'm working, bro. <laughs> I'm working. Come on. What are you doing? And then they continue the match. Uh, but Johnny does continue the match, and I hope he's okay. Um, and Johnny. I think, I think we'd have heard by now because this was filmed a week ago, right? They also, like, as he's injured and they're like taking a little second to let him, like, kind of get to his feet he he sells it he works it mm. he fakes ridge with the super kick to lure him in like playing you know possum awesome. here super kicks him but ridge kicks out at two uh johnny goes for some sort there's like a uh some sort of slam uh johnny then gets hit with like the pounce there's a crazy exchange bef- between the two of them you know we have not seen a lot of this ridge holland but He's pretty awesome for a guy who's pretty new at this. Like some of the moves and the the chain wrestling back and forth was pretty impressive. Where they keep trying to get the better of each other. Uh, when the ref is kind of not looking, Candice holds the leg of Ridge Holland. Johnny kicks the ropes, therefore kicking the the wire, the rope into the balls of Ridge Holland into the ridge, uh, which then he springboards into the ring with the final beat DDT. And Johnny Gargano pins Ridge Holland. You can't have TakeOver 30 without Johnny TakeOver. He's going to the ladder match. Yeah, but both of these matches tonight, these qualifiers, I could see going either way. You you could see someone screw over Johnny to set him up for a singles match. And because it seems this North American title, uh, they're trying to elevate people. When you see Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes are all in the mix. Um Rich Holland's impressed me. It, it was obviously a real shame what happened with Gargano here. Yeah. Um, mistakes happen, though, right? Um, I think this guy has a lot of potential. Me too. For the size, the way he moves. Uh, as you mentioned, he was doing kind of more wrestling as well, which we don't always see with the big men. Uh, I think I, I want to see this guy more in NXT because I, I think there's a future in there for him. Um, but He's yeah. got a look. He looks like he a look- wrestler. Yeah, he does. Johnny Gargano in the ladder match, um, he's going to add to that so much. Yes. You, you maybe do need some more veterans in there because we got some people who haven't done a takeover before. Right. Um, I am excited for this ladder match, but um, I don't know. I got soured later on, which we'll get to. Sure. Uh, I, I think Johnny will make this ladder match, th- take it to the next step. I think he will definitely do that. And yeah, you could. I, I was thinking in the beginning of this match, and then commentary said it like halfway through. It's like, wait. They're doing a takeover, and Johnny's been a character for weeks now, and he's not going to be on the card. I don't believe that for a second. Sorry, Ridge. I'm a big fan. He's been on the most takeovers he's more been than on, anyone. Of course. He's Johnny fucking takeover. Yeah. That's what he is. He's the Wednesday night. He'll be the Saturday night if he wins the North American title. We go to Dakota Kai, the number one contender for the NXT Women's Champion. And Dakota Kai is going up against my favorite wrestler, Jesse Kamea. Yeah, formerly known as Jesse Elaban, who I think you voted as your worst female of the year two years ago. Wow. She's improved. Okay? She has. Yeah, she She's has. She's improved. Look, the gimmick she had before was she botches. That's a bad gimmick. Yeah. So I didn't... I Especially less than a year into your career. It's like you don't... It's like Orange Cassidy, but like you didn't know how to wrestle. Yeah. So I, I predicted that she would get better, and I think she is. But she is here tonight facing Dakota Kai, which means, well, you might not have time to get better here because you're going to get beat up, which she does. Kai just beats down on her. There's there's forearms. There's there's kicks. Uh, there's the running face wash haluva kick, kick, corner kick from Dakota Kai. Locks in a straight jacket. 
Uh, at some point, uh, sorry, it's Kamea, right? Like Kamehameha. Kamea gets out of it with this O'Connor roll, which is a near fall, which then hits a spinning heel kick. But Dakota Kai has had enough, gets Jesse up on her shoulders into the GTK go to kick. And Dakota Kai pins Jesse Kamea. Uh, this was like a qu- pretty quick squash match. I actually kind of would have preferred Dakota just crushing her instantly because this kind of made Dakota not look like a viable. I, I completely contender. agree. I I don't think you should have booked this match. Um, you're yeah. going up against Io Shirai, who is one of the best wrestlers full stop in the whole company, and Dakota Kai has been in NXT for a while, and we knew her as kind of the cutesy girl who didn't really pick up too many wins and then recently with the character change she's been taken a bit more seriously i think she needed to go over someone bigger in the division someone who's it's it's difficult because candace is a heel but someone like candace Lorray who we take seriously right because she's going up to challenge against the title and this was like jesse kamea maybe got a little bit too yeah. much in here it just makes you think, oh, Io's going to crush her. It's the Allen Angels of NXT. <laughs> kind of, kind of. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know who you'd put against. Maybe, like, we love her, but a win against Shotzi. Like, Shotzi will have her time, but this is the person you're building up for the, to challenge for the title. Uh, we've well, never seen Jesse... We haven't seen Kamea in NXT for years. This was all to set up, like, her cutting this promo, yeah. which she should have just came in and kicked her in the head and pinned her. Yeah, But instead... It was this. Dakota Kai grabs the stick. She grabs the mic. She says, Eo, you're out of your mind. You see, I've proved your, I've proved my point. I am in your head. You see, you, you talk about how I'm scared. Well, I'm not scared. And at takeover, I'm going to kick you in the face over and over and over and over. And Eo Shirai's music hits. Banger. I'll be, I'll be the DJ for our tailgate this uh, Sunday. I'll definitely be playing this like five times. Eo Shirai charges the ring. And starts to beat up on Dakota Kai. They fight in the ring. They fight to the outside. And Dakota Kai, the whole thing that Io Shirai said last week was that Kai is still scared. She's still a scared little girl. Remember Shayna Baszler? Remember me? Like, we all know the the real Dakota. And, of course, Dakota Kai, showing her true colors here, is shocked. She shooketh. She's so shook of Io. She's like, ah! And as you think Io has all the advantage... A dark curtain pulls back and out comes Raquel Gonzalez, who beats up onto Io Shirai. They bring her into the ring and there's the tornado bomb laying out Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, and her her, her friend's back. Yeah, uh, this wasn't a surprise. She's been pushing the whole, I'm doing it on my own, on yeah. my own, to kind of make you forget about right. Gonzalez. Um, but I think this... This makes him more of a threat, so I I liked this angle. Yeah, the the angle made more sense. I just didn't like the match beforehand, Me but too. this made a lot of sense. And it finally, like, it, it does show you, like, hey, maybe there's some steam to her beating Io, which I don't think will happen. But yeah, I think this match could be the best match on the show. Actually, we then go to Tegan Knox, who's backstage with Mackenzie Mitchell, and is talking about her her kind of little grievances going on right now. And talks about how her and Candace are friends, or they were friends. And you see, friendships have ups and downs, and it's it's it. You just gotta fix it sometimes, you know. It's like our friendship; we gotta fix it sometimes. Gotta fix it. Sometimes. What do we do to fix our friendship? 
Well, probably what she said she's going to do. She was like, we're going to sit down, we're going to have some wine. <laughs> she, she literally said that. She's like, um, we're going to do it how everyone does, over a glass of wine. Wow. Um, so are we going to see Tegan at the Gargano's with some wine? <laughs> yeah, sure. And I that's, guess. That's what I got from Tegan's this. Tegan's turning heel? No, just I think we're going to get a segment at the Gargano house where... Um, yeah, they'll be drinking some wine and chatting this out, trying to become friends again. Johnny will be doing some housework in the background and maybe make some dickish comments. <laughs> I, that's where I think we're going with this. So, like, what, does Tegan just not have any friends and is like, hey, uh, Candace, I still want to be your friend even though you're kind of a dick lately. Yeah. But Candace is a full-blown heel. Uh, so Tegan wants to fix it because they do their, their, their baking videos, right? Mm. They're, they're, they're friends in real life, so... They're going to play – I think it just – it's going to spiral a mini feud here between yeah. the two of them, obviously. Uh, but Tegan is just really Tegan upset. Tegan needs a friend. Sometimes, you know, friendships, you, you need to give it time and then try to fix it. And it takes the bigger man or bigger woman in this instance step up. And Tegan's going to try. She's going to try. She's going to try. Imagine Tegan goes over for wine and then just sits down at the dinner table and there's this jock strap just hanging out. <laughs> She's like, guys, why do you fucking have what this? What is this? <laughs> we have a vignette from Finn Balor. He's in the main event tonight against Velveteen Dream. Now, I don't know if you follow Finn Balor on Twitter, but I love his Twitter game. You learn so much about him. Like, he loves Lego. He loves Lil Peep. He's he's just my favorite guy, this Finn Balor. Okay. Love him. We love the same things. Uh, he also tweeted the match card for tonight with his picture saying Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. But instead of Velveteen Dream's picture, it was a picture of a bag of trash. <laughs> yeah. So Finn Balor taking some shots on mm. Twitter uh, tonight for his match against Dream. Maybe adding some fuel to the fire. Finn in this basically goes off on Dream and ends with, you keep getting chance after chance after chance, but Velveteen Dream, you keep failing, and tonight you'll do the same. So he's saying, you're not going to be in this ladder match, and you're trash. You're trash, Brock. <laughs> Spider-Man 3? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're trash, Brock. <laughs> you're trash. Uh, this is this was whatever. Uh, Finn, Finn's cool, but like, yeah. We go to our next match, Legado del Fantasma and the Cruiserweight Champion leading the way, Santos Escobar versus Breezango and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Yes. So was there no like stripper entrance here? I kind of felt like it was just... No, no, they they did say um, we're getting a serious Breezango here. (laughs) We're getting a serious... Well, they got kidnapped, they got attacked. So (sighs) this is like, you know, when Cena comes out and doesn't give the salute? You know, because it's like he's in enemy territory and he's pissed off and focused. This was Breezango here. No strip tease from them tonight. Wow. It's show They're taking girls. care of business. So Breezango and Swerve versus Legado del Fantasma. Uh, Mendoza attacks Fandango's arm early on in this match. They really liked what Johnny and uh, Ridge were doing earlier. Uh, he starts to beat up on them. They keep the attack down. There's Wildin who gets like hung on the ropes and then Breeze and Fandango hit a like upside down super kick onto him while he's dangling there. Uh, the, however, the bad guys once again get the beat down on Fandango. Uh, Joaquin Wilde is in and keeps stomping down on the arm. But then finally Fandango hits the hot tag to Swerve who comes in. He knocks everyone down, cleans house, hits like this jumping like flatliner, pay dirt, whatever you want to call it, on Santos. Uh, but then he goes up the top and like flies off the top rope and Santos m- just greets him with this pop-up knee to the face, which just looks awesome. 
Um, but then there seems to be this like miscommunication where someone gets drop kicked and Swerve goes flying into Breeze, who's on the apron, and therefore it counts as a tag. Like the ref counts it as a tag. Yeah. So it was a yeah exactly. And then Breeze is now the legal man, but Swerve doesn't realize that. Gets up and hits his his driver. The I'm already blanking on the name because they didn't really explain what it was, but hits that driver on um, Santos, but. Goes for the pin, but the ref is like, yo, you're not the legal man. And he's like, what? And he's like, you're not the legal man! And realizes this. Now Breeze is in, and he's getting beat down. And, of course, we get the phantom driver on Tyler Breeze. Santos puts it to bed, and Legado del Fantasma win this six-man tag. Yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Um, I I like seeing our favorite here, Raul Mendoza perform more regularly on NXT. Of course, yeah. He hit this really cool uh, bottom rope moonsault that I've never seen before. Okay. You normally see like the Chris Jericho like lion salt off the second rope. Yeah. He did it off the the first rope, which I thought looked really cool. Um, the I find it funny. What What's with referees in wrestling? Like, <laughs> you'll see one week where there was, a, there was a week where kind of Kyle and Bobby just went right past the referee to attack someone in the ring. Okay. And the referee's distracted and not ah, seeing I'm so it. distracted. Yet the referee picks up on this falling into the tag and so on top of his game here. Just inconsistent. Yeah. Inconsistent. <laughs> refs, man. And if, if Swerve's not the legal man, why are you not counting him? Yeah. He shouldn't be in the ring. You should tell him, like, yo, they yo, made Get the out of the ring. Yeah, uh, so it, it kind of, look, it, it shows that Swerve had the pin. He had yes. him pinned, but it wasn't, he got screwed over, so... Um, I was surprised that this wasn't announced for TakeOver. Yeah, pre-show or something. Oh, right. uh, Sorry, Swerve versus Santos. Santos. I guess that'll be next week. Because now he's essentially got two pins over him, even though this one didn't count. I mean, he lost here, so... But still, yeah. Yeah, I I imagine we're getting this this match at some point in the near future, whether it be taped at TakeOver or whatever. And it was the JML driver. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah. So, uh... Legato del Fantasma getting this victory. Um, and then we see a shot. A car pulls up. And it's your favorite. Pat McAfee. He's pulling up with a squad looking like a damn football team. Because it's actual football team. He's with some football men. Yeah, the football guys. Uh, I, I wrote them down because our, our friend John Cena sent them to us. And I was like, I don't know who these people are. I'm trying to find them now, but I don't know who they are. All I know is... Colby Carino is one of the security guards a little later on. <laughs> uh, we do have uh, mention that there is a tag team, like, three-way tag team match added to the pre-show at TakeOver, which is Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan versus, um, I'm already blanking on the other two teams. Breezango versus Legado del Fantasma. So three teams there, and the winner gets a tag team title shot. Is that happening later that night? <sighs> Who knows? No, like, I find not. that... I find that weird. I don't think so. I don't think they're ha- if that's happening. Right. Uh, then they remind us that Metallica is the theme song. NXT Loud, Moth and Tube Flame, and Outcome Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Roddy, Cool Kyle, and Mustache Man. We'll get into that. Uh, he's Adam Cole says, come on out. Come on out, Pat McAfee. And here he comes with his football guys. And he says, hello, AJ Hawk and Darius Butler. Nice. And I guess no one knows who the other guy is. Nice. I don't, I only know a few football players. Walter Payton, OJ Simpson, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, Walt, Walt, Walter Payton. 
Is that you, you said Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. Yeah, that guy. He was on SNL once. He was okay. lit. He was really good. Um, I think that's it. I think that's, I think you've got me. Oh, the guy, the refrigerator. Lawrence Taylor. Okay. The refrigerator. Yep. He's in WrestleMania. Gronk. Gronk? He's yep. a football player? He's a football player. <laughs> Mojo Raleigh. Colin Kaepernick. Monty Brown. Bill Goldberg. Roman Reigns, Roman CFL. Reigns. Yeah, that counts. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Didn't quite make it. Dwayne Johnson, another CFL. I think that's all I know. I think that might be it. Wow. Look, I know. I'm a football Sports. expert. I can't wait till the XFL comes back. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm gonna have the XFL podcast. It's going to be great. <laughs> You'll have to team up with Nate because it's essentially it's a Rocky Maivia production. The Rocky now, Maivia XFL. Yeah. That'll be... Uh, with Pat McAfee, maybe. I bet Pat McAfee will, will be in the XFL at some capacity. Like, on air. Like, talking, hosting. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Or wrestling. An eighth business. A ninth business. A tenth. Tenth business. Pat McAfee says, look, I'm here. You wanted me to come here? Well, I'm here. And you see, I brought together 28 years of NFL experience. Because you've got your three stooges. Well, I've got mine. And I knew you wouldn't face-to-face by yourself. So then they do. All the teams, they back off and it's just Cole and Pat in the ring. And he says, remember two weeks ago how it ended? It ended with Shawn Michaels checking for vitals after I kicked you when you were next to stupid Tom Phillips. First of all, how dare you? Leave he's, Tom Phillips alone. He's not stupid. He's a lad. Uh, he says, I outsmarted you in your own house, Adam. You've wrestled everywhere from high school gyms to Japan to the biggest stages because you're the biggest star on this brand and it only took me one minute to knock you out. And I've never even been in a ring. So it doesn't matter who you bring, whether it be your this stupid guy, that stooge, this mustache stooge, referring to Bobby Fish. You better hope I don't stick with this because I'm going to be good at this. I've been in so many industries. I've been in... Eight, nine businesses, and I he kill said it all. He's made millions of dollars in seven different industries, Damn. and he's now going to make it in an eighth. Damn. He's going to be the eighth wonder of the world. So, Saturday, it's going to end. I'm going to end you the same way, and you're going to lose to an outsider because I'm the next level. And then mentions going to the moon, and I got really upset. I was <laughs> like, dude, you just you don't don't talk about the moon. That ain't, that ain't your spot. Sorry. That's claimed. Uh, and then it's kind of a standoff, and Cole... Kind of wants to get into his face, but then security, Colby Carino, NXT security, they get involved, and in front of Pat McAfee, Adam Cole beats up all the security, knocks them all out of the ring, and stands off. But the football guys, they get in there, and they, you know what? I don't know who these football footballers are, but they look like out of all the football players I've seen, these would be the worst ones to have to try to fight. <laughs> they look like they don't know how to fight. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you're big and you can be strong, but Kyle Riley <laughs> is going to kill you all. Uh, so these guys kind of get involved and there's like a, a standoff. And as they, they kind of go face to face here, nose to nose, Adam Cole says to Pat, I'm going to make you my bitch. So, TakeOver Saturday night, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. Oh, boy. I, I thought this was probably the best segment of the night. Um, Touchdown! <laughs> I I feel like we're in the minority with this story. I'm hearing a lot of negative comments about it. But I I think it's been great. So far, Pat McAfee has knocked it out of the park with these promos. Um, he was pretty good here. He's believable. Um, and... 
Adam Cole's a fantastic promo as well, and obviously a fantastic wrestler. Uh, we don't know how long Pat might have been secretly training for a long time. He's Pat's the greatest. He's wrestler clearly ever. <laughs> like a wrestling fan, so I think we'll take it quite seriously. Um, yeah, I I really like this, and I think this was definitely the the baby face turn is official now with Adam Cole and Undisputed Era. He was taking out all the security guards in like that. Which is always the babyface spot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, McAfee's the bully in this story. Look, say what you will about this Pat McAfee thing. I know we were pretty hot on the angle because I think it was you that said to me, we, we got a lot of people who were like, oh, we don't, we were, me and you were praised the, the thing. We said the angle with where he kicked him in the head was done really well. Mm. Like on paper, Pat McAfee, Adam Cole, it doesn't sound very good, but they did a good job of trying to sell us this angle, sell us this story in the show. And a lot of people, like on on Twitter and, and wrestling community all over the place, were like, "Oh, Adam Cole versus another celebrity angle or part time guy." And it's like, "Well, wait, did you watch the angle, or are you just seeing it's announced? Because maybe you didn't watch it and you didn't see that it was pretty good." And you know what, Pat McAfee here tonight sounded like a professional wrestler. He sounded he better sounded, than half. He sounded better, better than, than yeah, pretty much everyone. Have you heard NXT. half the main roster guys try to cut promos? Yeah. They sound like dog shit compared to what this I guy said. We're conditioned with the celebrity angles to tend to be pretty bad quite often the you can tell that the celebrity isn't particularly invested maybe not big a fan or it just doesn't cut a good promo and then the wrestling isn't very good here this this guy is killing it with the promos this I think is the best celebrity angle I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm not saying the match is going to be the best match or whatever, but it's his first match. But but I think they did a good job. Adam Cole had nothing else going on right now. Yeah. So Uh, I think this could be it. Um, You're either going to break up undisputed at the pay-per-view or this is kind of a last match before you move them up. Um, But we'll get into predictions later, but I'm all for this. It's not what I thought I'd want on a takeover. But they're doing it really well, so I'm going to give them, like, I'm going to wait it out and see how the match is. But so far, I'm entertained. Yeah, I, I predict Adam Cole beating the shit out of him and winning, but, like, sure. It, he did a good, like, he did a good job cutting this promo here. And yeah. he's, like, he's acting this character that's pretty much himself but turned up. And, I, you know, I don't know football. I don't know who this guy was before this, but I think he, he's doing a way better job than what you've seen other people. Yes. He's clearly a fan. And you can tell, as yeah. fans, we, you should be able to tell that this guy actually knows his shit. Mm. He knows what works and what doesn't. And there's not even a fucking crowd there for him to do it. But, yeah, uh, honestly, I, I, I hated this guy when I saw him on those pre-show things because John Pollock said he, he reminds me of me. Okay. I don't, I'm wearing shorts right now, but I don't wear <laughs> shorts as much as Pat. Is Pat McAfee going to wear shorts? In his match. Yeah, what's his gear? He wasn't actually wearing shorts tonight. He wasn't. He was wearing pants. What's with pants in wrestling? Pants in wrestling. Uh, yeah, I, he was wearing pants. With some nice sneakers. So he's, he's, he's using the punt like Randy Orton, and now he's gonna wear pants like Randy Orton. Mm. Who sometimes wears pants. No, Randy uh, never wears pants. I know, but he did like, like once, remember? And he was like, whoa. Was weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, put, take them off. Uh, so Pat McAfee, I, I kind of, I kind of dig this thing, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm really interested in the match that's gonna take place. Uh, we have our next match, the Robert Stone brand, Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez, who comes out with an awesome face mask. If you're looking yeah. for a, a new mask for your grocery shopping, or wherever you go indoors and where you wear your masks, which you should be wearing, uh, she's got like chains on them and looks scary. Would you rock one like this? 
What are you rocking right now? What's your mask? I've got like a. Where is it? What do you? What kind of this mask? Are you, mask you pulling right up now. right now? Huh? Yeah, it's kind of just cool. a nest. You got like a. Oh, you're a bloods like a bloods and crips kind of mask. Yeah, you look like a bank right robber. And I've got one of those uh, mingle masks. Mingle well. masks. That doesn't sound. They're like the it's... plastic clear ones oh. that sit on your chin. They're really good. Mingle masks sounds like it could be something else. I'm going to take this off though because they've yeah. turned the AC off for some reason and it's really hot. Yeah, in here. well, don't wear a mask and do a podcast. No. But I got a camo one going. But I'm waiting for the uh is it damn what's the, the fright rags it's a website that sells like horror movie much yep. they have a michael myers face mask coming out and it's the they, they said it's coming out the end of august i've just been wait i haven't purposely haven't bought any others i'm just waiting for this one michael myers halloween my friend mask. luke bought a cane mask <laughs> <laughs> not 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 like a, a mask for protection just a, he just bought a cane mask <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll just wear that. You know what? The Io Shirai mask that I got from our friend John Zeno in the mail. I have the Io Shirai Takeover yep. 25 mask because Io Shirai used to wear, wear masks and stardom and stuff. That covers the mouth. We've got the, yeah, it does. We've got the Asuka mask as well. That covers the mouth. Yeah. There you go. Because you can't rock a Rey Mysterio mask because it doesn't cover the mouth. Sin Cara would be okay. Sure. Yeah. Kane's older ones. Kane's that older ones, yeah. Your, your face, you couldn't do. I, I think that's it. I think a lot of the the wrestling masks don't cover the mouth. So, are you looking at? This, oh, is, lo- this is the one my friend. Oh, has. that's a nice one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, there's so many different ones that you can that you can. I want an up next one. Someone stitches. Who stitches? We need to get some. Just says up next or something on it. Yeah, something funny on it. Get a Pat McAfee mask. <laughs> oh, what like with his. Weird smile in all the graphics. You love his graphic card. I find it because he's playing the heel, and like here he was being super mean, super serious, and then it's the the match graphic, and he's like wearing a bow tie with a cheesy grin. He looks like he's posing for a school photo. <laughs> it's a terrible match graphic. He's just smiling awkwardly. Yeah, it's not even like super healing. Like, yeah. I don't know how we got on a mask, but oh, because Mercedes, Mercedes had a, Martinez. Yeah, Mercedes has a really cool one. So Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez, the Robert Stone brand, are going up against Shotzi Blackheart and Rhea Ripley. Now we're talking about masks. Can we talk about helmets? Because Shotzi Blackheart had her car stolen in Florida. The car was found, and in the trunk, her stuff was still there, including her gear and her helmet. Which she's so in love, but has like this whole backstory about this helmet. But when the car was stolen and was not found, thus predicting that it was just gone forever, Triple H heard of this and quickly got Shotzi a brand new helmet made for her that she wore, wore out tonight in, in a tank. Because if you're riding a tank, you have to always think of safety. Yeah. And you gotta wear a helmet. You do. And. Shotzi comes out with her brand new helmet. So I thought that was a little cool little story. It, it was a really sweet story, actually, the whole uh, whole thing where she didn't give a shit about her car, really. It no. was just she wanted her gear and mainly this helmet. And um, the fact that Papa Paul yeah. went and got this made for her was, was really cool. Yeah, how crazy is that? That like he did not need to do that in any capacity, but he's like, hey, can someone help me out and make this? Someone get this girl a helmet! And he did, and now she has two. So she wore it tonight out in her tank here uh but great story if you've seen any of the stuff she's been posting about the the story of her of her and her helmet getting her helmet and her Mm. gear back i imagine losing your gear just sucks Sucks. so bad or your title belt yeah that's probably the worst one (laughs) at a longhorn state cup (laughs) uh 
Shotzi Blackheart, Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez. Aaliyah early on gets dumped face first with this like wheelbarrow face buster from Rhea Ripley, which then she crawls into the ropes where Shotzi runs and hits the cannonball. There's then Shotzi with her. I don't know what the, it's not. It's inverted sling blade, like a face buster. Yeah. You like sling blade, but bulldog. Uh, and then welcome to the ball pit. And then does the classic Jeff Hardy, like leg drop to the midsection. Uh, Aaliyah though comes back with some cheekiness with some hair pulling. Always oh, mean with the hair pulling. They go to commercial break. When we come back, Aaliyah with a swinging neck breaker looking good. Wasn't Aaliyah in your match of the night last week? She was, yeah. Is this two and two? It might be. Aaliyah with a swinging neck no, breaker. Let, let's be real for a sec. She's improved a lot yeah. recently. We, she's been on TV a bunch with this Robert Stone Brown thing. And we've given her a lot of shit on this podcast over the years. Like, way before I was even uh, part of it. Like, Aaliyah got a lot of shit. And it's cool to see that she's improved. Definitely. And you have a theory that maybe she's been working closely with Mercedes. Well, like, hey, look, she's in this tag team with Mercedes Martinez. And if you're familiar with Mercedes, like, on the indies, she's a wizard when it comes to the actual wrestling. Like, she's fantastic. And I think a lot of people could learn a lot from from her. And maybe that's kind of what happened here, where Aaliyah just kind of was looking really impressive. She tags in Mercedes, who hits these, like, clubbing forearms in the corner. There's then a butterfly suplex as well. But finally, Shotzi makes the hot tag to Rhea Ripley, who comes in. She beats down on Aaliyah. She beats down on Mercedes. Mercedes gets thrown to the outside, which allows Rhea to hit the riptide on Aaliyah. There's then, uh, there's a spot where Rhea Ripley goes for like a sunset flip off the, the, the corner or something. Sorry. Mercedes is on the apron and Ripley powerbomb positions Mercedes. And then just runs and power bombs Mercedes Martinez into this dark void, this dark abyss. And it's revealed that it was the concrete that Ripley threw Mercedes onto while all this is happening. It looked fantastic. She it's, just disappears. We didn't see this coming. And it's so where she, cause I thought she was going to slam her against the plexiglass. And then she just, there was vanishes. no plexiglass. Uh, it shows in the ring, Aaliyah is laid out. Shotzi climbs at the top. With the high angle sent on off the top rope, Shotzi pins Aaliyah, Ripley, and Shotzi. The the heart rippers. Oh, John, C- John Cena came up with that. Okay, name. I guess if they're a tag team, that's what they would call themselves. But Shotzi Blackheart gets the win here over the Robert Stone brand, uh, and then it's revealed that Mercedes Martinez was power bombed onto the concrete on the outside, and Robert Stone is very upset about this. Yeah, uh, I quite enjoyed this match. I thought. Um... Like last week's tag, I it was a lot of fun, and I love seeing the improvement of um, people like Leah. I think we're gonna build towards a Rhea Ripley Mercedes Martinez match, which is sounds good, sounds yeah. cool, um, and maybe Shotzi and Leah have have they faced in singles? I'm sure they probably they're point. probably gonna do that, but yeah, I thought this was pretty good. There was a cool spot early in the match where Shotzi goes for like a jackknife pin. And Aaliyah kicked out and Shotzi sort of bridges up to her feet, but she kind of bridges up into a smack in the mouth from Mercedes on but the like apron. But like ducks it, like tries to duck yeah, it at some it, point. Yeah, that looked great. Um, no, I, I enjoy these 
these teams. I think they're working for me. Yeah, uh, I see Star in Shotzi Blackheart. Like, 100%. legit. Like, everything going on from, like, the way she presents herself to the wrestling to just now now her character herself on social media, right? Like, she's just become uh, an all-around star. I feel like there's a lot of potential for her down She's the very likable, which probably means they'll turn her heel by the end of the year. <sighs> Ooh, a heel Shotzi. I'll turn your heart black. <laughs> ah, welcome to the ball pit. She puts, like... Razor blades in the ball pit. Oh, damn. Damn. It'd be wild. Uh, I remember ball pits? That's not a thing anymore. Nope. Wow. Uh, so we go to a video package for the NXT world title match this Saturday at TakeOver. Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. I, for some reason in my notes, I wrote Criss Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Criss Cross. Um, Karrion Cross does not wear his pants backwards like Criss Cross. So it's actually a really cool video package. It's got like classical music, like choir singing over, showing Keith Lee and his journey to winning the NXT title and North American title, but then cuts back and forth with Scarlet and Cross with the hourglass and then like ways the, the video like morphs into like a volcano and they're talking about a volcano waiting to erupt. And we hear the song frantic from Metallica, a new, uh, Metallica song here. And then it cuts back and forth with Keith Lee promos, carrying cross promos. And Keith says he's going to whoop dat ass at TakeOver 30. Uh, great video package. This is obviously what's going to air before the match on Saturday. But there is no, there was no lead up or any addition to this story after Keith Lee getting the fire to the eyeball. There was like kind of nothing after that. They seem to do that a lot. We normally have uh, the like prime target or something like that on the go home. Um, yeah, I could have maybe done with something instead here, uh, but this video was cool. As you said, we are going to probably see it again on Saturday. Look, this, this video package is really awesome. I thought it was pretty cool. The effects with like the fire, Karen Cross looks so spooky with his smoke and mirrors. He's like reminding me of the undertaker. Um, cause it's obviously like the horror character, uh, and Scarlet looks great as well, but this should be awesome. I, I, I think this is great, but I felt like you could have at least had an interview with something, Mia Yim or, you know, something. Cause the last thing we saw was him like in the hospital. So it's like, okay, is it, was he going to fight? Can he see? Yeah. Last week's angle should have maybe even been tonight instead. But then he's got to, he's got to wear an eye patch then an eye for an eye. So Keith Lee versus carrying cross this Saturday, but the video was cool. And the chat room, uh, John Cena says, uh, Keith Lee makes you want to jump, jump. That's some crisscross for you. Oh yeah. Go, gotcha. We go to our main event. Finn Balor versus Velveteen dream. Uh, I thought we kind of went off on a little tangent last week about the kind of, I don't want to, was the upset kind of, uh, return of Velveteen dream. Mm. And we were like, ah, this is kind of leaving a very sour taste in our mouth right from the get-go, from the surprise. And we were totally not alone with, like, the internet community, wrestling community. Um, and, and most fans are kind of questioning this. Uh, Triple H, even in some interviews this week for TakeOver this week, kind of avoided that thing and mentioned there was a, you know, a car accident with Velveteen Dream, but kind of just moved on from talking about it. Well, yeah, he said that they did internal investigations and didn't find anything. And the reason why he hasn't been on TV wasn't because he was pulled because of the accusations, but because of this, this car accident he was in. Triple H just doesn't know how to use Instagram. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's interesting. It's, it's, 
It's really weird because you know what? I go on my, I'm a wrestling fan. I use Twitter, uh, and I go on it all the time. And all I've seen this week is a lot of negativity surrounding this and how a lot of people are really thrown off. In fact, going live tonight, some of our, our listeners in the chat were like, guys, I don't like that they're using Velveteen Dream. I can see people are commenting and a lot of people, a lot of fans are not really cool with this kind of going forward. So it puts us in an awkward position considering we continuously have to talk about this guy. Yeah, uh, it's. I just think it's whether they... Did investigate and found nothing or not? You're you're gonna get criticised at the moment. Right. So, I think you should just let this guy rest for a bit and do like a proper investigation. I, it's the transparency, and as you say, like Triple H kind of just sort of brushed it off. Oh, we looked into it, and and then in another one, he specifically said, "Let's move on. I don't want to talk about this." So it's like, okay, well. Look, I, I hope the guy is innocent, but, you know, things, pe- we've seen things and we, you know, it's hard to tell what's what and what stuff, but every, everyone in the wrestling world and fans and everything seems to kind of be not really okay with this. And yet we're still having to watch. So it's, it puts us in a, in an awkward position. Would this have been the time where you change the channel over to AEW? But it wasn't a show tonight. Yeah. So yeah. But, uh, we'll continue with this match. Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. The winner gets added to the ladder match at TakeOver 30. Uh, Velveteen Dream's wearing, uh, to make matters worse, Velveteen Dream's got his like Hulk Hogan inspired facial hair going on, like the goatee, but it's dyed blonde. Yeah. Uh, red shirt, mesh shirt. Um, early on, they do like drop downs and running the ropes and F- Finn kind of gets the best of them and points out the finger guns, which, you know, in this pandemic area, you can't really handshake people. You don't really want to do the fist bump. You can do the elbow bump if you want, but you know what? Finger guns, right? It's all about the finger guns. I love a finger gun. Yeah. I think we talked about finger guns we last, we week. About them last week. <laughs> Finn Balor doing the finger gun though, with just the, you know, just the Finn Balor. We don't have the abs like Finn Balor. I think the abs add to I'm the getting finger. there. You're getting there? I've been doing my intermittent dieting. Considering our NXT meal tonight was just more Korean barbecue short ribs and stuff on the yep. on the grill, uh, maybe you'll get some abs. I will. I will. They're All coming. Right. Watch this space. What? What? Watch the space. They're coming. Watch the space? Yeah. What's that mean? No, I mean, like, give it time. Oh, okay. I'm getting abs. All right. All right. I, I believe in you. I want to. I support Don't you. Don't doubt me. I, I'm not doubting you. I just think you're fine the way you are. <laughs> Could be better. Fine isn't. We all could be better. Fine. I'm not the finest. Ah, you're not the finest. No one really is, baby, except Kona Reeves, raw underground superstar. Yes. Uh, He didn't show up on tonight's show. He should have been. Is he now just officially raw underground? Pulling out. I mean, Kona. Oh no, don't say that. I mean, Kona Reeves was always underground, baby. He was always underground. Real ones know about Kona. Uh, but Kona Reeves, if he is gone from NXT, which I hope is not the case, then do in fact pour one out. But, uh, we'll get back to you on that story. Velveteen Dream and Finn Balor continue on this match. Um, there's Finn who's just roughing him up and beating him down and starts to work submissions on his legs. Um, and Dream fights back and gets Finn in the corner with the 10, con- 10 count. Almost said a Freudian slip there. Um, but th- no one's counting. And he says, where's my count? Count me. And he starts to beat him up in the corner. And this is where Cameron Grimes comes down. He climbs up one of the ladders that's kind of in the foreground on the entrance and just grabs the North American title. And then just sits up, perched up on this ladder, and watches the match. 
Yeah, it looked like a tennis umpire just sat watching. That's what you got? Yeah, yeah, game. true. No, you know what I got out of that? A leprechaun. A leprechaun. He's the leprechaun. Tennis He's umpire. up there. He's like, ah, I'm going to watch this match with my gold. And it's the North American title. Tell me he's not the leprechaun. Cameron Grimes up there on that ladder, perched up, was super creepy and hilarious. Uh, so he's watching this match, and Dreamy's beating him down. They go to commercial break, and USA Network reminds us that Rush Hour 3 is airing after NXT tonight, not Rush Hour 2. I guess they showed that earlier in the week, you would hope. Or maybe they just don't know the Imagine you just skip two. No, you skip three. Jeez. Uh, Cameron Grimes is continuously watching this, and he's just chilling there. And we have um, the John Woo dropkick from Finn Balor sending Dream crashing to the corner. But Dream fights back with a superplex onto Finn for a two-count. But this is where Gargano runs out and tilts the ladder, which sends Grimes flying into the ring, taking out the referee. He's now standing in the middle of the ring. Finn hits him with the double stomp, not quite the cave-in. And then Dream hits not quite the Famouser, was this? Yeah, this was sloppy. It was meant to be the Famouser, but right. just kind of fell on him. Dream hits the super kick to Finn Balor, but out comes the resident thick boy, Bronson Reed, who then takes out Johnny, who's waving like the queen with the NXT title. It's all chaos. Priest shows up. It's a party. Uh, there's Johnny getting tossed around. Reed hits the cactus clothesline at one point. Finn hits a tope con to everyone. And then while Finn gets up from that, Timothy Thatcher, out of nowhere, attacks Finn Balor, throws him back into the ring. Dream hits the Dream Valley driver. And there's Gargano with the title. There's Grimes with a super kick. There's Priest with a... There's chaos. The ending of the match is Dream pinning Finn Balor. And Dream is entered into the ladder match at TakeOver 30. This was so much going on. I I understood that this was exactly what was going to happen. Like, you knew. Oh, there's so many dudes in this match. And they're all going to show up at the end of the show. Like, this is obviously what happens in wrestling. But... During the match, this match, this was, I didn't like this at all. It's, the match is going to be great. And this just like, you should have just had a match. It should have just been Finn. I loved the only, the highlight of this was the leprechaun Cameron Grimes chilling on the ladder for a little while, but everything else just seems so like overbooked and TNA at WCW, whatever. Just didn't, no, it felt main roster. Yeah. This was just the, we're having a ladder match. Let's get everyone out and let's see the, the lineup. Um, the match, I don't know, I'm just watching it and I'm feeling weird about watching Velveteen Dream on my TV. So, couldn't really get into the match. Um, like, I agree. It's the character as well of Dream, with everything he's been accused of. And he's kind of a creepy character, which makes it even harder to watch. Right? Right. Um, and then just the end, everyone coming out, like... What's have I missed something? What stature got against Balor? It it was just oh, Balor's not going to have a match, so I guess we'll just set up Timothy Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, it was just so messy. There's so much going on because there's so many characters in this. And match. unfortunately, the addition of Dream has made me less interested in this match, which I was really looking forward to. Yeah. So, look, this match I didn't really I didn't really like it. I felt like there was nothing that really stood out in this. Like I went through the match, and it was pretty much all the stuff they. They've done in all their other matches. Uh, but yeah, I, I felt like it should have been Finn Balor who was put into this match. I felt 
the choice is the wrong choice. And the fact that Timothy Thatcher just randomly came out and attacked him to set up something. It's like, okay, well, like, wh- why? But that doesn't, okay, cool. Just a lot of overbooking. Classic WWE overbooking. Main roster is right. This was what it felt like. Um, but yeah, so the ladder match to take over is Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream. After this, I mentioned, I, I kind of got ahead of myself and mentioned all the chaos here where there's super kicks and choke slams and, it ends with Reed kind of standing tall with the title at the end of it. Bronson Reed holding the North American title up, which means he's not winning. <laughs> Anytime anyone holds up the title. It's right, yeah. No, but I'm saying he's breaking that rule. He's breaking the mold because he's a thick boy. Bronson Reed is going to win that title match. YouTube room saying that Thatcher was attacked by Balor after their triple threat match. I do not remember that at all. Yeah, wow. Um, I feel I'm normally pretty good with remembering stuff so it it shows that maybe i'm just not invested with this right now yeah um yeah, yeah it's just want to say um a couple of people have tweeted me and i've seen a few things um dakota kai uh retweeted the finn Balor picture of finn with a bag of garbage yeah and put f and then the three red x's yeah that finn uses that finn uses um and nia jacks apparently commented on a Instagram post saying that NXT didn't find anything in dream allegations and just posted a load of clown emojis. Wow. Um, so clearly some so of the people inside people are not happy. Are not happy either. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, look, this kind of left a sour taste in my mouth with the whole Velveteen Dream thing. Again, it's two weeks in a row now. He's been the main event and won matches. And it's just, it does kind of take you out of it, especially as a fan. This ladder match was stacked and then we've added Velveteen Dream. And you know what? If these allegations aren't true, then like, yeah, I feel really upsetting. But there's so many things going on that we kind of can see through stuff. I, I I don't know. Again, they are allegations and who are we to say? But I was a fan of the Velveteen Dream. You know, if this – yeah, like years ago, we were all fans of him and the stuff he was doing. Just right now is definitely not the right time. The ladder match is a little tainted now. Yeah. I would and say so. And you've got so. so many people on that roster and so many people who – aren't having a match at this takeover that you could put in instead. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very interesting that they're going with that. But that was NXT. It ends with Reed with the title. Um, yeah. I'd say my match was Johnny and Rich Holland, um, which was the highlight. But all through, this wasn't the greatest episode. No, it was a go-home didn't show. didn't really do anything for me uh, yeah. as a go-home show. Um, the mo- As I said, the, the thing I enjoyed the most was the Pat McAfee-Adam Cole segment. I quite enjoyed... The six-man tag, I like the ladies' tag, but nothing on this show was blow away at all, um, which is a shame. I think they're really in a lull in NXT at the moment. Yeah, it's definitely – it's look, I think TakeOver is, is stacked. I just felt like this this show didn't really set us up the right way that we I, – I still think TakeOver is going to knock it out the park. I think TakeOver will be awesome. So let's have a little look at TakeOver. We've got in the pre-show, Breezango versus Only Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Legado Del Fantasma in a triple threat match to determine the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championships whenever Imperium decide to show up again, yeah, I, don't, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I would – I think this is going to be – well, Imperium are heels, aren't they? I – I like Lorcan and Birch. I'd like to see them get a shot again. Sure, again. Yep. Again and again, again and again and, again and, and again. never win. Um, but I could see them going with Legado del Fantasma as well. I don't see Brizango winning this. Sure, I pick Legado. Okay, I'll pick L- L- Lorcan and Birch. Let's do it. 
We have the ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship between Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, Johnny Gargano, and Velveteen Dream. Yeah, look, I see this going two different ways. Cameron Grimes or Bronson Reed. This is a match that's going to make someone. You don't need to give this to Velveteen Dream. No. Um, I could see a lot of people turning off if Velveteen Dream gets the rocket and wins here. I think, I think NXT have lost viewers from this. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I think it would do the best if Bronson Reed would win this, but I also could say the same with Cameron Grimes, because if Cameron Grimes wins the North American title, do you know where he's taking it? I think it's to the moon. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Armstrong taking this title to the moon. Uh, I, I actually, I actually think Bronson Reed will get the best out of this, but he posed with the title on the go home yeah. show. So uh, I see, uh, yeah, Reed Priest or Grimes. I think there are arguments for it any of those three to win. And I, I wouldn't be mad at any of them winning. I would like to see Cameron Grimes win this. I think he could have a lot of fun He's gonna with this title. Climb the ladder to the moon. We have Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. Do you even have to ask me this question? Yeah, I think um I think they built up Dakota Kai pretty well. I didn't like what they did with her today. Uh, but in previous weeks, I think they've done quite well. But this is a Io Shirai win for me. Uh, look, I'm actually looking forward to the match. And if Dakota Kai wins this, I'm not going to be super upset. No. But I, I think this match will actually deliver. They kind of now set the tone that it's going to be like a, a, a more of an action-packed, yeah, an yeah. action-packed kind of fight. And I feel like this match will definitely deliver. I think this is the most excited. Th- this is the match I'm most excited for. I'd say we have Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which may or may not be a street fight. We still don't know at this time. It's just a singles yeah, match. Yeah, sure. Right okay. Now. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I think Adam Cole needs to win this. Obviously, I don't. I don't know. I, again, I'm super. I'm super cool with this angle and stuff. But like when it comes down to it, Adam Cole needs to beat the football player. I'm gonna call it the the breakup of undisputed era. Wow. And Pat McAfee going over. You think Undisputed Era is going to turn on Adam Cole? Yeah. What? Why would that happen? Because this show is boring at the moment and it needs an injection. What? So, uh, Undisputed Are you Era. mad? Look, I want to see Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, me you, too. I want to see Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong. Yes. I want to see Kyle O'Reilly versus Roderick Strong. Yes. I want to see Bobby Fish on commentary during these matches. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Bobby Fish. Um, <laughs> Spot on. But I think you've got these stars and you've got these matches that feel like classic NXT TakeOver level matches. Sure. That we're not tapping into because Undisputed Era are a hot product. But I think they've kind of lost their buzz a bit. And unless you're going to put them on the main roster, I think just do it. Pull the trigger. Break them up. Uh, I feel like you treat Bobby Fish like the world treated Ringo Starr. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to go and narrate Thomas the Tank Engine? He's going to go, what? You know Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. Yeah, Ringo Re- Starr narrated it. He narrated it. Yeah. Oh, narrated, sorry. Narrated, wow, yeah. that was the first time I think ever I didn't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Ringo Starr also has like abandoned things. Maybe Bobby Fish will one day narrate and do commentary. Yeah. Look, I... You're predicting Adam Cole gets turned on from Undisputed Era? Pat McAfee's the new leader? Yeah. Wow, you're wild. Uh, or we could have a split up. We could have put money on this. Cole and Roddy go one way, Kyle and Bobby with, with Pat. <laughs> Fucking love it. Wait, you want Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Pat McAfee? Yeah. Like, what are they called? Double Dragon or something. <laughs> Red, what was his colors? What was his team? Indianapolis. 
Anyone? Cults? Yeah, what color is that? Like red and gold? Uh, cult dragons? What? Stop. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we go to our main event. Keith Lee defending his NXT championship against Karrion Cross. Yes. You know what? Uh, looking at this, I think this match should actually be a lot of fun to watch. And I think it needs to go one way and one way only. And that's Karrion Cross going forward and, and crushing Keith Lee. Uh, Keith Lee has been on this ride uh, in the world of wrestling with the whole, you know, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, all that stuff, and winning the title, the double titles. I think it's time that Keith Lee can go to the Thunderdome, and we have Karrion Cross kind of carrying this title. And you could have Adam Cole challenge Karrion Cross at the next takeover or, or going Because he's forward. a face now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I just think that Keith Lee, it's kind of... Ma- it's unfortunate because, you know, he puts on bangers and he's put on some classics in NXT, but Karrion Cross needs to run through here and continue with this, this push. I think the story of Karrion Cross needs it. If you kill it this early, it's, it's just not, maybe not going to work as much, but, and imagine the, the doomsday Saitos on, on Keith Lee. Yeah. That's going to be pretty nuts. So yeah, I feel like, I feel like this is where we see the exit of Keith Lee in some capacity. I think Karrion Cross will win this. Um, I wonder if we're going to get an actual, like, proper kind of 20 minute match or whether this is going to be Karrion Cross just killing this guy like he, he's been doing. I'd like an actual match. I'd like an actual match. Yeah. Um, but hey, I've, I've just rewatched, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Cena from SummerSlam in prep for best match ever, some of our main events. I wouldn't be surprised if we have something along wow. the lines of that. Um, I think you're right. I think Keith Lee uh, would be great on the main roster um, and should should be a star there, but it's it's hard to tell with WWE. We also do have a superstar shake-up coming up pretty soon, I think. Right, yeah. So you could use that as the opportunity to move him up. But I see uh, the show ending with... Uh, Karrion Cross holding that title. Fall and pray. Fall and pray. TikTok, which is in the lyrics of that Metallica song. Yes. Do you see... Now, this is only a four-match card. We're used to five matches or sometimes even six matches on TakeOver. Do you see anything being added? Do you see the Cruiserweight Championship? Do you see Balor versus Thatcher? Yeah, I see that being added. Balor and Thatcher? Yeah. Just randomly, last minute, thrown in there. Just Which, again, is weird for NXT because... Something NXT was always good at because of the taping structure was like booking ahead, right? And long-term planning. And you normally know the card a few weeks before TakeOver. Here, I don't know, if you add another one in, it just... It, it just seemed weird, the Thatcher attack on Balor. It was so just thrown just together. Just throw in a cheeky Thatcher-Finn match. Yeah. Just throw it in. I mean, it would be great. Sure. Like, that's a match great. I want to see. Yeah, just, definitely. Uh, I think NXT kind of miss something this week you had a night where there wasn't any other wrestling opposing you and i thought the show was pretty bad i didn't think the show was bad it had a, my my highlight i actually like i said the match of the night johnny and ridge was a lot of fun uh but i think my highlight again and coming from me it says something that was pat mcafee yeah. <laughs> he, he cut a really good promo i just the match could be a squat it could the match could be him getting kicked in the face the last shot and it's over. Like yeah. there's a squash match that could happen. He just he could just kill Pat and he sticks to being a voice and stuff. But either way, they sold me on like the actual fight. So uh, yeah, you know what? I I like my I like my Wednesday nights when I when I have to have a hard time deciding what was the match of the night on both shows because we mm. do our our up nextra every Thursday on the Patreon as well for for all patrons and, and North Americans and and it's. 
it's like I like to compare and see which which mat I like the wrestling matches and like yeah. I like to watch it. And out of this tonight, I only kind of got one that kind of kind of itched itched that a little bit with Johnny and Ridge, but they didn't even have competition. So you knew a lot of people, wrestling fans, were watching this one, or they flipped over and were watching mm-hmm. the actual sports. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a go home show. I don't know. They usually don't really do really well with go home shows. It's yeah. a thing. So yeah, that's what we thought about NXT tonight. But let's go to forum.postwrestling.com every Wednesday we post up and we will read whatever you post here on there. It is free. We go to mystery. Gonna keep it short and sweet tonight. Johnny and Mercedes looked pretty nasty, took pretty nasty bumps. Johnny especially. Raquel coming back to help Dakota was expected and needed because before then Dakota had zero chance of winning. Don't think she's winning though. It's way too early for Io to lose and Dakota just doesn't feel like the right person. Interference or not. She's too weak credibility wise. The only chance she has of winning is Io getting called up soon. And I don't trust WWE to handle her well on the main roster. Dream winning tonight was the wrong choice. And Triple H's response today to the allegations was disgusting. WWE investigated and found nothing. And now he looks like a complete dumbass because of a couple of new accusations that just came out with evidence about an hour ago. Great. As we were recording this, didn't see that. (laughs) Things are getting real ugly for WWE. And if I were them, I would cut ties with them immediately. Question, how do you guys feel about Asuka getting shots at both titles at the Thunderdome, which we kind of covered in the in little predictions for SummerSlam, but imagine Asuka walking out. Asuka two I th- belts. I think he kind of means her kind of taking up two spots, if you know what I mean, and not giving one of the, some of the other women a chance. Uh, it's, Asuka. it's Asuka. She's fantastic, and I'd rather see Asuka versus Sasha and yeah. Asuka versus Bailey than anyone else against those two. And I'm sorry, you don't get participation awards. I want to see the best wrestlers. Asuka's great. And Asuka's great, yeah. Uh, And that's it. Thank you, uh, Mystery. Okay, we go to Andrew from Cape Breton. I'm going to post early as I have no interest in the creepatine dream, Uh... so I don't care much for the main event match result. One of his accusers went to the police and the police didn't get back to him. So I checked out NXT as there was no AEW tonight and I gotta say this show is really boring. It's got bland wrestlers, few characters and the promos are all subpar compared to the people in AEW and even some people on the main roster. Sure, Pat McAfee was fine, but compare him to Jake Roberts, Cody, MJF, even a guy like Ricky Starks. The first hour was one of the longest hours of wrestling I've watched in a while. A good compare and contrast was tonight's Dakota Kai jobber match against Jesse, What's-Her-Face, and Big Swole versus Rebel from a few weeks ago. The latter match was a lot shorter, but it was a lot more explosive and did a great job getting Swole over. I didn't like that match, Big no, Swole, Rebel. No, I hated that. I that really didn't not like good that match. at all, no. Uh, despite it being the only thing that the women did that night, the only people I was interested in tonight were Ripley... Shotzi Blackheart and Mercedes Martinez. Hell, Shotzi brought some colour to her match and it was more than just her hair. If only AEW liked women's wrestling, some of these people would be great on that show. Four out of ten show. Wow. He really didn't like it this week. Paul from New Jersey. I'm glad they kept the Gargano spot in there. It added to the intrigue of the match. Like Ridge Holland. I like Ridge Holland, sorry. But his theme sounds like something you'd try jeans on to. That's an interesting. <laughs> I've never thought of what. I don't know what that means. I figure I, whenever I'm trying jeans on, it's I'm listening to whatever's playing in like the old Navy or yeah. Hot Topic. So it's probably like some Matchbox Twenty, some Rob Thomas, some Santana. You know, 
Uh, continuing, he says, change that crap. So happy to see Big Mommy Cool is back with the heartbreak kick. But I wish this happened on Saturday as I want Dakota to win. Big Pat McAfee fan, though he cut a savage promo tonight. Every time Blackheart yells, welcome to the ball pit, an angel dies. I hope she can live with that. It's okay. Demons are cooler. This week, Kona fact. Kona's finishing move is the Hawaiian drop. It's like the Samoan drop, but Hawaiian. Never forget, you are the superior brand. <laughs> I miss the Hawaiian drop. Me too. We go to Charbel, the, the chosen, chosen one. one. Pat McAfee. Wow. I'm ready. Take over Brooklyn McAfee Cross for all the gold. Question. Will he wear pants or not at TakeOver? <laughs> uh, well, wait. Uh, he's going to wear shorts. Yeah, I think he'll be in like ball shorts. Yeah, I'm in ball shorts right now. You just can't see. And finally, Adam from the street. It seems that tonight we saw something minor that highlights the difference between Io as a champ and Rhea as a champ. When Io's music hits for her to confront Dakota, she didn't pause and do her pose. <laughs> Remember when Rhea would always do her foot stomp at the ramp, even when it felt totally wrong for the moment? Basically, this week, Io was not throwing away her shot. She is rung scrappy and hungry. Mm. Yeah. You'll be back. Yes. Uh, thank you for the feedback, everyone. I feel like people kind of agree with that. The show was just here. It was meh. Yeah, it was all it was, right. Yeah. And Pat McAfee's the best on the mic. Pat McAfee's in, the best in the company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> best in wrestling. Greatest wrestler ever. Best match ever, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Wow. Can't wait. That was NXT. That was, Yes. Uh, join us tomorrow night, whenever you're listening to this, Thursday, the 20th of August, 7.30pm, youtube.com forward slash up next for our SummerSlam game. Join us Saturday, 7pm, youtube.com forward slash up next for our watch along. And then stay on for our live post show. Listen to the post show wherever you download your podcasts and join us 7pm as well this Sunday for SummerSlam. And go check out Shot in the Dark on our yes. Patreon. It's a free show on our Patreon. It's You uh, don't have to subscribe. You can just click it. And you click can just click it. and play. It's John Ceno running down anything that you may have missed in the world of wrestling. It's a quick 15-minute show. It's a little shot, if you will. A shot in the dark. It is. It's fantastic. I listened to it today. Uh, John's doing a great job, so thank you. Well, on this very free feed, if you're listening to this one, you probably saw me and John did a review of Money Plane, which we did for free, and a lot of people were replying to this thinking it was hilarious. Uh, that was so fun. Edge and Kelsey Grammer in Money Plane on this very free feed. But follow us on Facebook, Up Next Podcast, and the Facebook group, Up Next Podcast group, and the Twitter, at Up Next Podcast, to figure out what we're doing. Our whole schedule this weekend, we'll be tweeting out and letting you know all the stuff, whether it be the SummerSlam trivia game on our YouTube, youtube.com slash upnext, as well as our watch-alongs, our hangouts, our post-shows, our tailgates, our parties, our everything, because you're our everything. So all the stuff at Up Next Podcast on Twitter and postwrestling.com for John and Way and all the stuff they've been doing for this SummerSlam weekend. There's so much wrestling going on this. this Right now, I should be in New York going to wrestle Dynasty. Yeah, I should be in Boston. For I've never been in Boston before. Yeah, well, do you remember do... that when that was a conversation? Yeah, we were happened? arguing. Like, no, I'm going to Boston. We Why do I go to New York? Like, do some crazy post-show... We were. Covering both. We were going to do both from different cities in the U.S. And damn it, Corona, you ruined our SummerSlam slash Wrestle Dynasty. Instead of Wrestle Dynasty, which which, which could have been Okada versus like Abushi too. It, it's now like New Japan's doing like Taboo Tuesday and weird fucking shit. Oh, have you heard the stipulations? I'm not, that's for another show. But that's a heartbreaking thing. As a wrestling fan, 
you hear me talk about NXT every week, but I we love some New Japan, and the New Japan stuff is even more fucked up than than WWE right now, and that's just truly truly heartbreaking. But thank you so much for listening to this show. We will be back this Saturday with our Takeover post show on the podcast feed as well. So look for that. Uh, I myself, Brayden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at the Bray D, and I am at Davy Portman, and uh, we'll be back. Thank you so much for listening supporting and uh we'll be chatting you very very soon so take care goodbye and uh oh man i didn't think of anything good uh fuck it uh go this sunday (laughs) will make you our bitch i got the day wrong didn't i this sunday saturday this saturday saturday yeah 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 ahoy You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard to recycle plastics can be so much more participate in the hefty energy bag program happening in your neighborhood today